0: Welcome back to Cloud Wars Live. This podcast is exploring the digital revolution, the amazing things happening in our professional lives, our personal lives, everywhere in between, and trying to keep up with this uh, extraordinary world all around us that is changing almost faster than we can keep up with. But one of our goals here is to help you keep up with things. And uh, to that end, one of our favorite monthly digital all-stars, Bonnie Tinder, is with us today. Uh, Bonnie is founder and CEO of Raven Intelligence, which does peer-to-peer reviews of software projects and the partners who help enable those. Bonnie, welcome. It's always great to see you.
1: Always great to see you too, Bob. Happy August.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Bonnie, it's great. So one of the things that happens in late August is one, I get to add another uh, year to my age. And second, it's sort of uh, the doorstep into the world of uh, customer conferences and the meetings of uh, the big tech vendors around the world. I guess you have had a chance to attend a couple of these uh, in in your career, Bonnie.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. I've lost count um, over the 25 plus years, but I, Um, I think I know Las Vegas and Orlando, uh, like the back of my hand.
0: Bonnie, that's a great point. We're going to come back to that in just a second. But first, a word from our sponsor, BMC. Tell me, is your business operating to its fullest potential? Businesses on their A-game are. And BMC calls them autonomous digital enterprises. When technology and people can work together as one, businesses can achieve more and succeed more. Ready to get your business on its A-game? visit bmc.com slash game. Well, you know, for uh it seems like, you know, with this new wave of things coming in, companies moving into digital business, there's a lot of folks who um, haven't been involved in uh, heavily in technology decisions before who are becoming more involved with them. So I think there'll be some new people attending these shows. And at the same time, because of what's gone on in the world over the last few years, a lot of folks haven't been to some of these live events like this, Bonnie. So you, being the wonderful person you are and very intelligent and wise, you've put together a list of some uh, ways to help people get the most out of these customer events. So uh, I think in these crazy times with things moving as fast as they are and changing so rapidly and the need for technology to be brought to bear on every part of a company's operations, this is an ideal time to... Uh, help people get the benefit of your experience and wisdom. So, Bonnie, looking forward to that. Um, What do you think? Where where would you start on this? And sort of what's the mindset that people have to have to go to some of these? uh, They're a little bit of like mini marathons, aren't they?
1: They are, for sure. And they all seem to happen within a two-month time period. So, we had no travel for um, a very, very long time. And now we get to rack up all of our frequent flyer miles within the course of, of two months, um, and become road warriors again. And you know, in some ways, it's exciting because even last year we were definitely not back to uh, where we are now in light of uh, you know the pandemic and changes in in travel. But I think now the the back half of two thousand and Twenty-two things are seemingly uh, back to normal. Now, that does not mean 2019 back to normal, uh, but at least the events are actually happening or happening, um, you know, larger than they did uh, in 2021. So, I mean, all of that I think is really encouraging. um, But I think if this is your first Um, foray back into the event circuit again it's going to feel it's going to feel a lot different than it did you know in 2019 for sure
0: so um bonnie the these events and i know from our own event cloud wars expo a couple months ago there's really um you know before there was mostly one options like be here in person or you know tough luck. And now uh, you, you've mentioned there's different ways to consume some of the content that's coming out of these, these events. So uh, what's your advice overall, Bonnie? So if somebody's planning to go and get the very most of what they can out of these events, what would your advice be?
1: Yeah. So I think first of all, to know sort of what's changed and just to be prepared for that. So events likely are going to be smaller in attendance. Um, you know, particularly from the customer side. And you know, I was at a couple of conferences earlier this year, and it really felt like very heavy on the vendor side. And you know, there were a handful of customers who would attend, but you know, there was a lot of, you know, customers who are still tenuous about attending. I think it'll be more now that we're, you know in September um, and events and, and people are more used to, Um, you know, business travel again, but I still don't think it's going to be anywhere near it was. Um, Every one of these large events has more of a hybrid track, Mm -hmm. banking on the fact that a good portion of their attendees are going to be online. Um, You know, I guess that's a silver lining in some ways um, that customers that may have not been able to attend in the first place now can at least um, you know, have the benefit of hearing the content, um, broadcast, which is good. Um, so that also enables a lot of people, if I miss a session, I can, you know, I have to go to something else competing. I can tune back in and at least feel like I didn't miss something. So I think that's, that's going to be a a definite benefit. Um, you know, and so I think the, you know, the, the hybrid approach is something that we'll see that that's new, Um, you know, that could potentially cannibalize also the in-person attendees, um, but it it definitely allows for a a larger audience online. Um, I think just in general, the, you know, and if you've been back traveling the last couple of months, you've experienced some of the woes of just the event and the hospitality industry. So whereas um, in the past, You were used to having hotels that, you know, would bend over backwards in terms of service, or in some cases, you know, a lot of cases, you know, it's still poor, um, or you know, they weren't good to begin with. It's not going to be improved, Um, you know. But I think a lot of the hotels are going to be stretched thin with their own staffing, so you know, you can expect that there might be hiccups with. Um, you know the audiovisual team that is, you know, at half the staff that they once were. Um, so the the great resignation is going to make the travel experience of these in person events more challenging, both for attendees and certainly for the vendors that bank on these shows, um, you know, to present themselves um, in a good light to you know the, the customers and and to their partners. Um, you know, the, the, other thing that I think is going to, um, you know, test everybody's flexibility is this idea of no shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whereas in the past, if you canceled your attendance at an, an in-person event, it meant that you were on death's door pretty much like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're canceling for illness, it's like, oh boy, let's send some flowers here. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you have one keynote speaker that was, you know, exposed to COVID and all of a sudden, you know, they're going to be dialing in remotely, um, you know, whereas everybody kind of expected them to be on the big stage. So, um, you know, it's that flexibility that, you know, you might not be able to travel at the last minute. Other people that you were meeting won't be there at the last minute. So um, this idea of flexibility and um, sort of rolling with the Uh the punches is, is, is going to be the order of the day for sure. Um, so I think, you know, just being cognizant of some of those, those things and, and ready that, you know, not to have necessarily every expectation, um, you know, set in stone, um, is, is probably a good idea, particularly if you are a vendor and, you know, you have a speaker that cancels, canceled. So, uh, being creative with how to how to move on and um you know and and sort of um, work with with the the hand that you're dealt I think is is important. Um, with that said, with that all all of those things said, the idea of having um, a one on one interaction with other customers, networking opportunities face to face, is something that you never would get in the hybrid. Um, or an online experience. And so I think, you know, if you're able to attend in person, it is always optimal. And certainly if you're making a big decision, a event that has multiple vendors that you want to, to see helps you to really get a flavor very quickly of what the playing field looks like and to see a lot of demos within a very short period of time. It also allows you to get sort of the inside track um, on, you know, what are other customers saying? How does a vendor present themselves? Maybe it's not your one-on-one contact, but, you know, what do do I feel like when I walk into their booth? And you can tell these things very quickly um, that you wouldn't be able to observe, you know, in an online demo or on Zoom or something like that. Um, So I think, you know, the idea of if it is a key show that really provides the vendors that you're evaluating in one place, it makes a lot of sense to invest the time in travel and expense to go there because it's going to give you, um, you know, the, the gut feeling that you're not going to get, you know, in a six month Evaluation and sometimes you can condense your evaluation process because you're going to see everything at once.
0: Bonnie, you know those are uh, great points all around. I like your thoughts about two contingency plans, right? Because we we just know we have to be a little flexible and fluid, like you said. But um, Bonnie, also from your experience, uh, and if let's see, um, there seem to be you know a couple primary reasons people attend these events and you've talked about how you get the chance to go and talk to the vendors, talk to the partners, you know, get that face-to-face time and engagement there. So that's one side. The other side you mentioned very prominently is about uh, meeting with your peers, other customers, exchanging ideas, doing the networking. Mm -hmm. Do you have one like relative scores that you'd give each of those as one or the other of those more important these days for where somebody should uh, choose to devote his or her time?
1: I think if you can get good quality peer conversations, that is worth its weight in gold. And I would put that even above seeing vendor demos and and talking to the vendors. You know certainly that's that's important, and that's um, you know, you're going to do that anyways. However, if you can find relevant conversation with peers about some, you know, with somebody that has gone through the experience uh, that you're about to go through and hear, you know, their story, I mean, that is incredibly powerful. And, you know, one of the sort of words of wisdom I would have is you know, be able to talk to strangers. Um, these trade shows, everybody is a stranger. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, you might be there by yourself. You might be there with a couple of colleagues, but you, you're not going to get anything from talking to your colleagues because you do that all day long. You know, maybe divide and conquer so that you're sitting at different tables during lunch and that you can, you know, interview people. That um, you know that that might have some of that those war stories to tell you about. Um, you know, ask vendors to hey, are do you have other customers at the show? Who are they? Can you help me get in contact with them so that you have a face to face with them? Even those face to face interactions are going to tell you more than if you had some set you know Zoom call with somebody. Um, you know that you're sort of behind a. A computer screen. Yeah. Um, so, you know, those one-on-one interactions are are really important and everybody's a stranger there. So don't feel shy in asking your peers about, um, you know, what was something that challenged them in the last year? How did they overcome it? Um, what Did they do any projects um, that they had learnings from? You know, the meal times and hallway time can be super interesting and more informative than sitting through, you know, uh, a dog and pony show demo. That's, you know, that's not going to give you a lot more than you'd get, um, you know, otherwise. So, you know, talk to strangers. Um, It can be some of the most valuable information that you get.
0: Yeah. But Bonnie, aren't we taught, don't talk to strangers, (laughs)
1: <laughs> in this case, if they have a badge um, for your conference, I would say that you're, you're probably okay. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I think these events are, you know, increasingly important, by because, again, I think it's the, the pace of change in the nutty world we're in today uh, is so intense right now that the, the impact of the decisions that are being made are bigger and bigger on, you know, who we pick, where we pick. Mm -hmm. Uh, why we pick. And then I think the other side of it is I get a sense that a lot of these big tech vendors are starting to open up on. uh, It used to be they said, you know, here's my product list. This is what I do. You know, that's it. Take it or leave it. I think now they're more open and interested in hearing conversations about Co-creation, co-development, is there an interesting partner over here? I want to do something that maybe nobody's done before. Can you align me with somebody who's got some experience in that area? So I, I get the sense now that if um if if someone, a potential attendee of one of these events, feels like, ah no, it's the same old stuff over and over. I think there's a different mood or uh level of openness in the vendor community now where they're they're not just trying to push at attendees stuff they already have they're looking for ideas as well they want to hear what do you think what are you interested in? what are your problems what worked really well and maybe is there something new or different we could do together
1: without a doubt and the vendors look at the opportunity to be with a group of customers and potential customers um you know at that those learnings more so than how many sales can I make um, at the event? They certainly want that too. But, um, you know, it's an opportunity for, to, for them to get that ground level intel that's going to help them say, hey, our product doesn't meet what I'm hearing is a need in the marketplace that I heard over and over that people are coming up to our booth um, having. I mean, truth be told, the vendors are also looking at their competitors to say, you know, what is, what is my competitor showing that I'm not, Um, you know, and, you know, make no mistake, vendors see the opportunity of a, of a uh, event like this to do uh, ground level research on what the market is, is, is doing and what their competitors are launching.
0: Yeah. Bonnie, any other thoughts or advice you have for folks who are considering, you know, uh, getting back out there and attending some of these events,
1: you know, I would think I would say, you know, as much as you can, do your homework um, before you leave. So mm-hmm. make a checklist. Here are the vendors that I must see, and if you can schedule time with them before you go, um, that's not always possible, and you know, schedules are always fluid throughout an event. But if you can do that, it's helpful because then you're not waiting to understand like, oh, okay, well, when can I get in for this demo or that demo? If you know these things ahead of time, get them on your calendar and, you know, see if you can lay as much groundwork as possible. Um, you know, The other thing is, is you wanna sort of frame out, okay, so I'm one person from my organization that is gonna attend this, but they're not just sending me and spending, you know, a couple grand just so I can attend. They're going to want you to share your information back with the team. So how can you, what, first of all, what do you want to report back to the team? What's going to be useful in the context of, you know, a decision that you're making or some learning that you want to provide and how can you document that throughout the time that you're there, you're there three days, two days, whatever, um, so that you can easily get that back to your team and that they gain the benefit of, you know, you sitting and, and being, you know, on, you know, traveling for those whatever period of time. So um, how can you scale that out? And I think you should probably just think through on the plane ride there. What is it that I want to come back and tell my team? And so you can be documenting this throughout your trip as opposed to on Monday morning when you get back trying to remember, oh, what was it that I, I mean I, I've done it way too many times where you know use the opportunity while you're there to to write and document these things and even send them back to the team while you're on the show floor so that they can interact and say, hey, well can you ask this follow-up question, etc. So you are sort of the ambassador for your company. Make sure that you're, you know, getting everybody's needs met in terms of, of what they wanted to know ahead of time.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I would say the, the other thing, too, is leverage social media. Now, mm-hmm. not all customers, um, you know, vendors certainly have the social thing covered almost too much. Um, but if you are an actual customer, um, you know, a practitioner in the HR area or IT Um, Every event has a hashtag. So while you're there, you can be watching those things real time unfold and sort of hear from your peers who are tweeting about it, what they say is important or what they feel is important. Sometimes it's a great way to efficiently hear reactions real time from others to watch those hashtags. You want to like, you know, get distracted by that. On the other Mm -hmm. hand, it does help especially on Twitter, you know, where it's a lot less um, what I would consider flimflam and, you know, more actual quotes or screen captures of the event, Um, you know, watch those things and, you know, even better, you know, report through your own Twitter stream or LinkedIn stream what you're learning as you go. That really shows your, um, you know, leadership and, and, you know, helps you scale the knowledge that you have. Back with your company and with your peers as well. So, um, you know, don't how should I say, don't shut down the idea of social media during these events. Um, it can be, it can help you really scale your information and find out more than just who's what what's presented.
0: Yeah. And so, Bonnie, and you're talking about you know having people attendees be willing to you know um, break out of your comfort zone a little bit, engage not only in the face-to-face way, but also as you just described with social media, because I think that could be another great source of other people. Hey, I saw your note on here. Could we have a separate conversation? I can fill you in on what I know, or I'd like to pick your brain a little bit. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think you're right. Those are great ways for people to uh, gain a little more insight. And then Bonnie, um, all of these notions that you're talking about, talking to peers, talking to vendors, getting an understanding of what's going on, seeing what's happening gain a sense of uh, experiences people's had. You, I think, have a unique point of view on this because in addition to the counsel you're offering here about attending these big uh, vendor-driven events, it's what Raven Intelligence does 365 days a year, right?
1: Absolutely. We look to take that peer customer review about a project and help scale that so that you know, we keep that all in a single place. We house it over time. We see changes dynamically, and we help become the basically the online trade show or the online peer experience to any customer who's looking for um, you know advice during a digital transformation. Who are my best partners? You know, what are the experiences of other customers when they go through? let's say an sap or a workday or a salesforce implementation what are, what are other customers dealing with and so that's the whole concept behind you know raven intelligence or ravenintel.com is that customers have a place where all of that is organized and available to them you know and certainly um, you know i'm attending many of these events both bob you and i were talking about how much travel we have coming up in the next, uh, you know, eight weeks. And, you know, the concept there is that, you know, I'm looking at this as an opportunity to get ground level intel, talk to customers, get them to write a review, so that we can provide that information to others as well. Um, But, you know, we mentioned it earlier on, it's those peer insights that are it equally as important to watching and making sure the feature function uh, during a software demo is what you need. You know, certainly the vendor relationship is important, but the experience of your peers is going to speak volumes about if that is real. Yeah. And, um, and that's, that's really the essence behind Raven.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ravenintel.com. Uh, Bonnie, can I share as we wrap up here, my uh, right restaurant, review strategy for Orlando and Las Vegas.
1: Yes, because that's very important.
0: <laughs> I think people should eat uh early as possible. Uh, five o'clock dinners we'd laugh at, but get there. And also the best uh, restaurants are the ones with the shortest lines, you know, whatever they're serving inside. Um, uh, I, there's, you know, don't don't get a broken heart waiting to go to that restaurant that 25,000 other people are trying to get into um, that. That's the extent of my, uh, you know, restaurant review knowledge.
1: I love it. Um, and and I will, I'll sort of piggyback onto that, um, Bob. So my um, insights to along the um, uh, food and circuses area is number one, go light on the tchotchkes. The, the other thing I would say is, is that there are parties every single night of the week. They are fun. They are great networking opportunities. Um, in my earlier years, I maximized <laughs> those opportunities. Um, but just know that every morning comes very early. So, <laughs> save you. You want to save yourself. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Is, is the advice I would have for you.
0: <laughs> well, Bonnie, that's great. That uh, that you know, all your advice is important. That one, I think, is particularly so. And, uh, you know, the great, great stuff here, Bonnie. This has been fun and informative, as always, with you. You get, uh, you know, to the heart of the matter of what's really going on. So thanks so much for these uh, th- these chunks of wisdom.
1: My pleasure. And I hope that I get to see um, many of the listeners, and certainly you, Bob, will um, see each other at these events. Um, but um, that's that's really what excites me, is, is getting to to see people face-to-face. And getting to know them better in a new environment in real life
0: absolutely absolutely well bonnie thanks so much and folks thanks to all of you for being with us here at cloud wars live i hope that bonnie tinder's uh ideas and expertise and wisdom will help you navigate the uh the uh big conference season and uh, things go real well for everybody and we'll be back with bonnie a month from now thanks a lot see you next time